Let's get ready. Ooh. Hey! Okay. You better count your fucking money. This an old school throwback. We sparking. I'm a wee fell out the money. <laughs> That song in my life, bro. Hey, Ch- check this chick out. Check her out. I'm just playing this song because I want my white boy to come in and kill this shit. Oh, is a white boy in this song? Or is he or is he white? He white. I'ma just fast forward to my white boy. Uh um, he gonna come and kill it. Oh wait, this is crazy about the first. You, you went too far. Oh, shit. 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 For the showdown, with two double barrels pointed at whatever, we'll stick together. I'm pretty clever. Okay, that's enough for Ghetto Cowboys, Bone Thugs, and Harmony. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ghetto Cowboy. I ain't a real one. I don't know about Bone Thugs. You, you was young back then. I was. I'm not gonna lie. That was like second, second, third, fourth, fifth grade. I don't know. Shh, a long time. Let me tell you that. Oh yes. Welcome, 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 yes, everyone! Sir. Welcome. Hey, I got a quick shout out. I was checking, uh, I was checking the stats on uh, on our podcast, and we have motherfucking international. For real? Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah, everybody yeah. listening, man. For I got, real. I got homies listening from Japan. I got homies. Hold on, let me pull out the real shit. 
pull up the realest shit. I got homies everywhere. Everywhere. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah. That's how, that's what I'm doing it for, for the international feel. Fuck what these niggas talking about. <laughs> we ain't aiming for you, USA, motherfuckers. We international. I can't, I can't drop. I ain't dropping no N-bombs today. Okay, Fuck that. that's fair. That's fair. I ain't dropping no N-bombs. So this ain't for the USA. This is for everybody else. If you're yeah. listening, you can't understand what I'm saying. This is for you. Shout out to my homies in the United Arab Emirates. Wrong one. My fault. Shout out to... M- motherfucking... Shout out to the motherfucking homies in the Philippines. Woo! Shout out to my, all my Canadian motherfuckers. We're going to get to you a little later today. <laughs> we got something riled, riled up for them. Shout out to all the homies in Japan. Look out for your boy when we come visit. That's facts. Last but not least. Last but not least. The great, but never late. Shout out to the homies in South Korea. That's dope, man. Hello. Fuck yeah. I don't know. Who do you know out there, man? You know somebody out there. I don't know. I know people that are uh, that moved here from there, but I don't know anybody out there. But you're going to get to know young S.O. Yes, sir. For sure, for sure. I was really happy when I saw that. That's pretty dope, man. Shout out yeah. all the international listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to kick off today's pod with, um, I apologize for the uh, delay in episodes for last real, week. Man. I had uh, some technical issues. My computer really wants to die on me. Uh, all kind of goofy shit. And then... Uh, let him know, let him know. I went on a trip. Yes, sir. To Nashville, a.k.a. Nastyville. Shout out. Shout out, Richie. Um, How was that? It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Nashville, Tennessee. It was hot as fuck. I bet. What was, was the weather? Like, what, what was the hottest? That shit was... Oh, man. Hot. It was scary hot. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, we was in Nashville. We was on Broadway, the little famous little street they got with That's all the dope. bars, going to all the rooftops and shit. It's pretty cool. I mean, we have really no view, but it's all right. Um, the uh, We went to Vanderbilt at night. So oh, I didn't shit. get the okay. tour it tour, but yeah, I was yeah. there. Well, I can say it. it. Yeah, hell yeah. And they have a little Division Street, too, right off uh, their campus. It would make sense that they would. Now, here goes like the bad parts about Nashville. Okay, let me One, uh, if you're a, a city folk going to Nashville, I feel like you wouldn't think about, if you're going to go out, you're not thinking about, I need to dress a certain way. There's a dress code. What? So, mm-hmm. we went on their Division Street, right? Motherfuckers getting in any kind of way, however you want it. Guess what their a- exception was? Tank tops. What? How the fuck would it's I know hot. that? It's hot. Exactly. How the <laughs> fuck would I know I can't wear a tank top so, to so, this fucking bar? So you couldn't get in with a tank top? Yeah, bro. I got into one bar, but not the other one. So I'm like, okay, now I'm pretty pissed. Yeah. Now I'm kind of just bogus. over Nashville. Uh, the next night, we go on, we go to the main strip, right? Yep. Uh, We getting pretty much, so this time I for sure didn't wear a tank top. <laughs> I hope or, not. Um, we getting in all the rooftops and shit, right? Then they want to tell 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 one of the homies that he can't get in with ripped jeans. What? Rip for real? Ripped jeans? Yeah. I I know who it, I know who it is. Yeah. So we're like, <laughs> that's what the fuck? I got pants on, dude. 
So what if they're fucking ripped? So I was, but it was just this one. It and it was the club. It was the club slash bar that played like bachata or like black music. Okay, everything else was playing country or uh, like pop. So it's like, like to to them, I guess it's like they're upscale like bar slash club where they play like. But nobody is like dressing up though. And if I wear ripped to my jeans, I have pants on. It's not like I'm getting in with shorts. I'm getting in with everything else. But no ripped jeans. Uh, Nike slides. I'm talking about everything else, bro. But fucking ripped jeans. That's insane. I don't understand Nashville. Now, here comes the major deal. So, we uh, we trying to get back to the Airbnb. We on Broadway during the daytime. Please stop me from um, talking and doing that. Holding it. So, we trying to get back to the Airbnb. The Airbnb is like 50 bucks. Like no 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 no. Wait so, wait wait. What? Yeah, because we get we had to, it was five of us to get from wherever you were Where to we, oh, Uber. To Uber. Okay, okay. Yeah okay. yeah yeah. Sorry. Yeah. To Damn, get an Uber, bucks? it was fifty bucks. So we like fuck that. We walking. And ain't walking, but uh, <laughs> but we uh, but they have scooters. They don't have the, the wheels. Weak ass town, but they got the the scooters. Like us. Yeah. Okay. So we going. We trying to get. We trying to get everybody a scooter, right? So. Me and um, my line brother, we got our scooters first. Keep that in mind. All three of you guys? No, no, no. Just Two. you and... Uh, Me and... and uh, 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 Squirrel Blanquito. Boy. Blanquito. Okay. Um, so, <coughs> me and Blanquito, we get our scooters. Now, we're looking for the other three people's scooters. We find one other one that works. The other two guys dipped off to find their scooter. So, we already <laughs> on the way. Yeah. We already on our way to the Airbnb. We're riding the scooters. Now, people phones, we've been out all day, so people phones start dying and shit. We get a call. Hey, we got to, can someone come back? Because my phone is dying. Because you got to, you know, you got to scan the scooter yeah, and all that shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll go back. Y'all figure out the way to get there. So they go. I did go back down there, back to the Broadway Street. We've spent another 20 minutes. So remind, mind you, again, I had already had my scooter. Yeah. So ah. I came all the way this way towards the highway, towards a highway street, one of these weird shits they got. <coughs> came back to Broadway, started looking for scooters all around. Every scooter we found was unavailable. Why? We don't know. Maybe they were not charged or something. I have no idea, bro. This shit you is nowhere it, it's nowhere on those scooters you can go that far in Nashville that the fucking battery's gonna die. It ain't that big. Here, sure. Not there. So every fucking scooter we come across does not work. We eventually find one. When we found one, I had checked. I was already on my scooter for like 43 minutes. <laughs> so we we did, right? Yeah. We did. We finally got the scooters. We did. Now, their bike lane... Is in the street. They don't oh, have it section off. So you have to just ride in the street with the cars. And I'm cool with that, right? I'm from Chicago. These, these two, it, it was a, a Jeep with these two niggas and a, like a Challenger, Mustang, it's one of those cars. Okay. With this, with this white dude. The niggas is telling us, uh, get, get out the street. Get on the sidewalk. No, goofy. Like, when you know you never seen a... So in my head, this is what I'm thinking, right? 
You know you never seen a nigga on the, on the sidewalk with a scooter. scooter. I'm not getting on a scooter. I'm not listening. You're not paying. Fuck you. You in a car. You talking shit. Don't mean nothing. You stop that motherfucker. What's up? But I'm not I'm not being entertained with that shit. Yeah. My high head behind me. We gonna call this that. I want to call him KKK. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Ah! <laughs> he was out to kill That's somebody. Kahalo. Kahalo. Uh, he, uh, he, he, yeah, uh, he, fuck you and call him a bitch and shit, all this shit. I'm uh, not in it. I gotta look out for potholes. I'm yep, not worried about dying. these. I'm not worried about these motherfuckers. So they going back and forth. Then here come the white dude. The dude, because I seen car. him. I seen him like, ah, oh, why don't they get out the fucking street? Uh, get on the sidewalk doing all this shit. Fuck you. So I'm riding and shit. You can't ride around me on a scooter. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Make our streets bigger. Dude, don't put the fucking bike lane in the fucking street. I don't know what to do to tell you, Nashville. Maybe you shouldn't have fucking scooters. I don't know. Maybe. But but we're not going to let these two fucking idiots ruin it. I don't know. You know, I'm sure everyone else in Nashville was beautiful, wonderful, southern hospitality. I'm talking about old white men, old white women telling me good morning, stopping for me. Dude, holding the door and shit. I fucks with Nashville, but you know it's niggas everywhere. Yeah, that's the only environment because it's used in the proper context. Yep. So yep, yep. yep. So yeah, that, I mean, my high head going back and forth for both cars. That's hilarious. Right? I want to go further into it, but eventually. So we we get past this dangerous ass street, right? We didn't argue with these motherfuckers. We get past this dangerous ass highway street. <laughs> we make a right. The scooter starts slowing down. Uh what? so we so my hothead scooter, he's still going. Me and me and Blanquito, who had the scooters the longest, our scooter starts slowing down. Eventually to a halt. We're going like four miles an hour. The green, the green, the green. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. It straight died on you. So we had, uh, so we just like, fuck it. We done with these scooters. <coughs> we ordered an Uber. Apparently we were, we were quote unquote stranded in the hood of Nashville. I mean, it looked like regular, regular shit to me. Yeah, like a um, nice neighborhood. So she was like, oh, man, you in, you you in the in hood. bad part. Yeah, you're the bad part. I'm like, what? That's it ain't even no, it, it ain't nobody outside. Ain't nobody on the corner. With, well, I don't know, I guess. So we're from Chicago, baby. This yeah, ain't shit. this ain't shit. This is not shit to me. So, so <coughs> we did all, we, we got on these fucking scooters to avoid the Uber and ended up. On an Uber. In an Uber. So we spent a lot of money on transportation that day. But I mean, how, it was five of you guys, right? And you guys would have just split the fifty dollar Uber, and that's ten bucks. No, they got a Uber too. Oh, so they got an Uber, we got an Uber, cause they had went ahead of us. We was trying to catch up, but they would they would have been far. No, but what I'm saying is, from the get go, the Uber should have just been ordered for off you five. But the fifty dollars. That's ten bucks a half. I know. Well, it just that number just sounded nasty. How much that scooter cost you? Twenty three. Twenty three. Technical difficulties, but one more time. So fuck you, bird of Nashville. Fuck you, spin. Fuck you, jump. Fuck you, lime. Nashville, the scooters of Nashville. Fuck you. Not efficient at all. You leave it out. 
So a part though. What? You gotta talk about the best part about your trip. No. No? Nah, I can't do them like that. Okay. Can't do them like that. Bear down. But we went to are you talking about the Titans game? Yeah. Okay, yes. That, that's what I don't know what you were talking okay, about. Perfect. I have no idea about that. You, you know can keep that to yourself. I'm True. trying to talk about the Titans game. The Titans game. We they won. That was Titans. a winning game. No, 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 no Titans that was lost. last weekend. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about yesterday. But it was game. a great game. Yeah, nonetheless. It was a great game. Titans versus Colts. We went to see that. Uh, we were in the we were in the bleachers. Hot as fuck. Sun beaming. <laughs> at Straight one, on you. At one point, I was the only one sitting in my row. As soon as we got to the seas, we took our shirts off. It's hot as fuck. Like how hot though? You remember? Like it's in the nineties. Okay, but it um, feels probably like a hundred or something. It was the, it was beaming. You was right by the sun. <laughs> I didn't drink no water like a G. I had to held it down. You feel me? You didn't drink any water? No. Wow. I mean, no, eat nothing. I did. We did eat before. That's why we're a little late. But it was a great game. Uh, it was actually the retirement. Uh, they retired Steve McNair's and Eddie George's number, and I got a cool little banner flag. So that was really fun. And then after that, we were stuck in a parking garage for about thirty minutes, and then we got the fuck out of Nashville. Also, oh, you, you guys dipped after the game. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it was time to come back because we we we, had, we all had to work the next day, so we we weren't trying to be on the road that night. All night. What time did you guys get back? About midnight. Oh, that's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's dope. Yeah. That's super awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, obviously, I know you guys were on that trip, and I have a few views on social media. And I thought it was super dope seeing you guys at the Titans game. I said, "Hey, those are my dogs, man. They're all cooling at the game." I was cooling. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they were some good guys. Good group we went with. Um, I appreciate the way they drove. I appreciate putting that motherfucking pedal to the metal. Metal to the pedal, whatever you say it. So now let me ask you something for the for the listeners. Would you recommend Nashville? And from a scale of one to ten, what would you what would you give it? I don't know if it's that I don't know if it's that temperature year round. Okay. I know I'm not gonna front on Nashville. Like if you're if you enjoy drinking, you you're gonna have a great time. Um the Cheap people, drinks? No, like drinking, drinking. Cause like, but is it cheaper? Like cheap to drink out oh, there? Oh no, no, no. Same price. It's kind of equivalent. Okay. But they they didn't have like Hennessy and shit like that. You was mainly, I mean, they're gonna go for the beers. Um. They didn't have a lot of mixed drinks, hmm. shit like that. Like we would get. Um, but if you like drinking, it's gonna be a great time. I didn't see smell any weed smoke other than mine. So if you if you're a smoker, I wouldn't recommend Nashville at all. Or ten or the state of Tennessee, um, unless you got a plug. Most of if you're out of town, motherfucker, I don't mean it's gonna take a lot of work, and I wouldn't trust the, the weed down there. Just buying it from anybody. True. Um, I give about a seven. If you got a good group, you don't have any commitments. You can really go have a good time, be wild, ready, keep open mind, be ready to fight and shit. Yeah, about a seven. That's not bad. Shout out Tennessee one time. Shout out. Shout out Tennessee. Shout out Nashville. Yeah, I know. I had a good time. Um, so, but one one thing I will note about Nashville in particular that I really, really, really appreciated was we went to this Walmart, right? It yeah. was It was one of the most diverse Walmarts I've ever been in. What do you mean by that? Meaning that I did not see hardly any white people. It was all... Um, 
Muslim or Pakistani or Indian or Latino or black. Wow, for real? Yes. The whole spec. I'm talking about young young workers, uh, young ladies with the hijabs. Um, ton, tons of Latino, um, uh, Latin American people. And I don't think it was just Mexican either. That's what I'm saying, yeah, Latinos. like different kinds. Um, it was super, super diverse. And I always, I was always intrigued. One time I went to Memphis and I saw uh, a Mexican homie, and it's like, this shouldn't be weird. But I didn't pit, I didn't think you would be here. I'm glad you're here, but it, it makes sense you will be here because it's the South. Like, yeah, this, this, <coughs> this is it. If any place, our you should be here, um, or you know, if you want to, whatever. But yeah. I just found that very interesting, and uh, that. That was just so interesting that when I come back to work and then I see one of the most funniest clips I've ever heard from the president, Trump. That's a segue. Trump loves Latinos. Let's listen to this clip. And another great friend of mine, somebody that was on CNN and they didn't like him because he was too positive on Trump. Can you believe it? He happens to be Hispanic. He happens to be Hispanic, but I've never quite figured it out because he looks more like a wasp than I do. So I haven't figured that one out. But I'll tell you what, there is nobody that loves this country more or Hispanic more than Steve Cortez. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Nobody loves the Hispanics more. Who do you like more, the country or the Hispanics? He says, the country? I don't know. I, I, I may have to go for the Hispanics, to be honest with you. We got a lot of Hispanics. We love our Hispanics. Get out and vote. You know, just before the last election, the Cubans from Miami, where we got a tremendous percentage of the vote, close to 90%. They gave me the Bay of Pigs Award. Can you imagine, right? The Bay of Pigs Award. And the Venezuelans and the Cubans are all for Trump. I will tell you that. They're all for Trump. They like what we're doing. And at the center of America's drug crisis, this is where the Hispanics... Okay, he went a little crazy after that point. But I thought that was fucking hilarious. Trump loves the Hispanics. The Hispanics. This weird ass motherfucker talking out the side of his neck. Oh, God. Me and all my peoples, we always thought he was straight. Influential motherfucker when it came to the business. Facts. No. But now. Pause. Since we know how you really feel, that's yeah, how no. we feel. Fuck down, try. That's all I gotta say. Fuck down, try. Yeah, nigga, fuck down, try. That video pissed me off. Oh my god, that was so I mean uh What pissed you off about it? Why? You know what, and I, I can't be mad about it because as you can, though. this video, obviously, there's people in back in the behind them wearing Latinos for Trump shirts. Hey. So there's people that that um you know, obviously there's Latinos that 
uh, support Trump, and I can't be mad at that because you know they're they're entitled to own opinion. But it's just, it was funny though. I'll, I'll give you that. It was funny. It it's didn't make it didn't make me it didn't make me mad, but it was funny. Like to, for him to to say that shit. Come on, man. Still is a fucking clam. I fucking love. All the, he just knows exactly what to do to get people in a tizzy. Yeah, I love it. But you know what's what's interesting? What's interesting about this is that, and why I left this video up. He's at a Latinos for Trump rally. I don't see no dark skinned Latinos <gasps> there. Yep, a white. And then he specifically mentioned Venezuela and Cuba. Mm-hmm. The whiter two are the whiter Latino countries. Yeah. Um. So two things came to my mind was who who does he consider why is he saying Hispanics in in particular? He he's he never miss says Latino. Even though all everybody's shirt is, shirt is saying Latinos for Trump. Why does he just keep representing Hispanics? Two. It's so many things. How were Latinos getting away with wearing Latino Latinos for Trump, but Kanye can't wear a MAGA hat? One, two, okay. As prideful and Latin X and uh, Latin pride and all that shit that motherfuckers be talking about, I never hear Latin X or or Latino community saying shit about no those yep. people about the, the supporters of Trump. Motherfuckers know how we feel about black motherfuckers that support Trump. Even if you ain't African American, look, you still gonna get judged a certain way. I never hear anything about these. But is it because there's no dark skinned Latinos that would support Trump? Yeah. Very interesting. Everyone in this video is there's like white, like clearly Very you can white. See two white women. Yeah. To each to the side. Yeah, of them. she's definitely white. She is too. Yeah. Um, then right above her, they all look like they all look like they're Latinos, but they're white. I mean, like light skinned. Venezuelan, yep. Argentinian, brainwashed, whitewashed. Are they though? Maybe they don't consider themselves Latino, what and we shame. are Hispanics. What if the Lat- quote unquote Latinos there don't consider? I don't know. This puts too much. That's a shame. Though. Yeah, that, that'd be a shame. That is so roots, interesting. Man. It is. It really is. And I'd like to know what the viewers <clears throat> think of that. Please comment on Twitter and shit so we can have shit to talk about. Facts. Yeah. Very interesting. I, you know, I never thought about it that way, but you, you are right. You do have a point there. I, your second point stood out like a motherfucker, though. Right? That, it's so much pride and, like, there's so fight, so much fighting for Latinos, but nobody's saying a shit about this. Mm. They're irrelevant. I don't know, man. Niggas just pick they pick whatever the fuck they want to be mad about. Um, so that's my uh, my little. Oh no. Speaking of those Latinos, which segueing from uh, Trump at least, another interesting dealing with my Latin brothers and sisters is uh, Fat Joe. Oh, uh-huh. oh! By the way. That Joe had a fucking, uh, you know how Shaq has that insurance, that yeah. general? Fat Joe had, like, he was sponsoring, like, maybe, like, an after-school program or, like, some insurance shit. But he had some billboards in Nashville. <laughs> Shout out, Fat Joe. 
Shout out Fat Joe getting that motherfucking money all over the motherfucking world. Dang. So <laughs> that 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 was not meant for you, Fat Joe. So Fat Joe went on uh Hot 97. And for those who don't know who <coughs> Fat Joe is, he is one of the more famous and the legendary rappers from New York. Thanks. Terror Squad, TS, uh Puerto Rican, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Um and uh, Fat Joe was on Hot 97. Um, I forget the reason why he was on Hot 97. He was talking about he went on a little media run. I think he got some shit coming out. And uh, so I'll, I'll read the comment here. In an interview with Hot 97, the rapper talked, Fat Joe, talked about African influence in Caribbean music and says Latinos are black, leaving some to suggest that he was referring to all people from Latin America. Sometimes Latinos may even identify themselves with African and black culture more than black people, he said. So let's listen to his actual words. All the music is African. Brazilian music, Dominican music, uh, Spanish drums. All the music is African music. So, you know, you're getting on the Afro beat now. I've been in Africa. They've been doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It ain't new. All the music is African. You know what I'm saying? But you right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even in, in Puerto Rico, when you go to uh, uh, Caribbean, like, let's let's speak about Latinos not being black. Latinos are black. In Cuba at one time, there was 8 million Cubans. 5 million, unfortunately, were slaves. 3 million were actual Cubans. And they integrated and had babies. Same thing with Puerto Rico when you go to Los Loisa and you talk about something, yeah, that came from the motherland, Africa. You know, uh, sometimes Latinos might even identify identify themselves with African and black culture more than black people. This ain't no crazy thing. Fat Joe ain't no black. You know what he's talking about. Oh Wow. Where is the fat Joe, the wise one? Yep. The wise one. I fucks with Fat Joe. He was speaking facts in the beginning because everything does one way or another come back to, in terms of music, like like he was saying, comes back to root, rooted to Africa <clears throat> and African descent. So, yeah, and uh, to him to say that, uh, you know, Latinos are black, I agree with that, but I don't necessarily agree with him saying that they're more black than, than African. I don't think he said it like that. I think, oh, no, no, no. Or did I read that wrong? Meaning that what I feel like, and I feel like this is particularly, this is specific to the Latino experience on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, where it's just so many different people, like like Panamanians, uh, all the Grenadians, like all the fucking people from Caribbean, from the Caribbean. Okay. From people from the from Africa, people from fucking wherever there's black people, also live in these east east coast cities. So, especially for the Caribbean, I feel like yeah, they may have a Latino appearance, but like they were dropped off first, going to North America. I think he means it like that, like. There are darker, or there are Latinos who, from their experience, like, I, I grew up in New York. Like, 
nigga, this is what the fuck, like, black culture, this is, no, this is all, like, we are black because I know my, I'm a little closer than maybe than the African-American, more inland. Okay. Yeah, I see what you More mean. inland um, that, that maybe have a, 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 a tie severed or your family's been raped and all this and that and you just never knew about your car. They have a closer tie to Africa. That's what I feel like he's saying. So, meaning that where a black dude might be like, well, I'm not black, I'm American or some shit like that. They'll all be right, like, yeah. I'm black. Yeah, I'm black. So what? If I go, me as a dark-skinned person in America, if I also go back to my country, I'm still looked at as a black person. So I can't, even if I claim... I'm fucking uh, Colombian. No, you're black. You're an uh, Afro-Colombian. You're a black this. You're a Negro this. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. I feel that. That's how I, that's how I interpreted it, which is very interesting. But you brought up a great point, too, which, which I feel like I could see the... I, could, I mean, I, obviously, you can see the pros and cons in it, but... When they say that Latinos can or cannot use, to even have a debate whether a Latino can say nigga or not, right? Yeah. Because it's I like brought that up earlier. Because it's like, well, what if what if I am a part? I mean, I am a part of Black culture. Like, I, I may look Puerto Rican, but my fucking dad's black, mm-hmm. or you know, some you yeah, know, whatever someone, the yeah. case. Like, yeah, I can say nigga. Overall, anyone is allowed to say any word you want to. Yeah, right. Your own. Um, but this game, this was like, well, well, yeah. I mean, we're gonna keep using this stupid ass word. Like, why? I mean, we get too deep, but why is it that? Why are we claiming ownership of this fucking word that we're trying to get people to stop saying? But then. Like it's it's being said anyway. Anyway, yeah, people are gonna say it regardless, and it's like you can't stop people from saying a word. You can't, and it, you you also when when I when, you know we for the for the listeners we briefly talked about that earlier. Uh, you also brought up a good point in saying that um, it shouldn't offend you, and you said I think you said you'd be stupid. I mean, yeah, if you are offended, I feel if you are offended by the word nigga nowadays. You know the classic example: someone's calling you a nigga, or, yeah. or the word being used. If you're offended by it, you got you you got to do some thinking because it's like how I think, how I look at the word is when people say the word, they're either saying it in a, in whatever sick way they're saying it in terms <laughs> of en- endearment, like hey, that's my friend, this and that, where we have things in common. Um. That's my or they're oh. they're using it for shock value just to say it. It's never like I can say call you a nigga, expecting meaning. This is what I mean by that. I can call you a nigga, expecting that you're going to have a reaction to it, and that's what I want you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like. Yeah, you don't want someone calling you a nigga, but like someone saying it or saying it around you, got to be the king and queen that you are. That y'all still on that? Y'all still use that language? Y'all still talk that way? Or that word doesn't identify with my experience? You know, I, I don't have to just because 
historically my people been called that doesn't mean I still have to take ownership and be a part of that fucking legacy. Like that that word don't have shit to do with me. Fact. Fuck you in that word. You you sound like a dumbass using that shit. Calling you 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 mad at Latinos calling themselves niggas. You you should just be like Look at these motherfuckers over here. <laughs> these motherfucking niggas calling each other this, niggas. This shit looks ridiculous right now. This is crazy. I mean, if, if that really bothers you or white people calling themselves niggas, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Take it back. Else. Mm-hmm. Got shit to do with me. But I can see, I understand why you get upset, though. Maybe because it's unexpected, maybe. You don't, you don't wake up in the morning and be... Expecting to be called a nigga. The fuck was that? Somebody was knocking? I think it's the back, no? Wanna take a brief pause? Damn, somebody knocking for real? We'll be right. Ooh. Nice little throwback for y'all. I'm that nigga with the plugs. I'm the nigga who got homies that be selling drugs. I'm that nigga on the back street. Niggas better run like athletes. Mm. I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga. My Bank of America account got six figures. Uh. I'm that nigga on the block. Police pull up. I'm trying to stash the Glock. Uh. You that nigga on the low low. You the nigga, you're the one that be talking to the popos. Poor shitting on 4G's. 4G's. Niggas can't afford these. Nerf. The Panamera shitting on a 911. I call my homies 911. I'm that nigga with the juice, but I never do my nigga like Pac. Hey, Trump love the Hispanics. Trump love the hit Hispanics. Trump, he love Hispanics. Trump, you know he love Hispanics. We, we love our Hispanics. Trump, he said he love his Spanish. Nigga, Trump love his Spanish. And he don't even speak no Spanish. Yes, yeah. Bitch, who do you love? Hey. We ending all that talk, man. Yeah. Self-love, baby. Self-love. Fuck, uh, fuck what Trump got to say. Fuck if somebody call you the N-word or uses it. Who cares? You're a king and a queen. So Think you should tre- treat yourself like a king and a queen because you are better than that. For sure. <laughs> this is for y'all, man. We ending that. <laughs> Just had to end that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. weird, you know, and it kind of weird. Somebody was trying to break in, but we good. Yeah, we had to shoot the motherfucker one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's talk about the latest news that just happened today. Breaking. Yeah, this is football talk now because the weekend is approaching. We you all have know. fantasy teams. It's you week already four. know. Week three Week three, baby. Week three. Let's go. I need a dub this week, bro. Hey. Yeah, shit is getting real gully looking real ugly. But... You want to start with the biggest news or the, just the, the fantasy walls? Well, we'll save the big news for yeah. just right now. We'll talk about a little fantasy because, as you all know, uh, yesterday the uh, Tennessee Titans played the, uh, the Jaguars. Jaguars. And uh, the, the Jags won 23-7, to I think. Yeah. And that was kind of like a bullshit game because I really played was. Leonard Fournette. I hate Thursday night games. I wish they would go away. Yeah, honestly. Um, I played Leonard Fournette on accident. It was raining. He literally had uh, he had five points, negative nine rushing yards, twenty six receiving yards, two oh. care, two catches. 
I'm like, damn, son, this is like my top running back. I didn't want to draft him. I, I just like, I had him last year. He fucked me over. I'm like, big foe, I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I know you can come through. You got a rookie quarterback. It's nothing, nothing, nothing in your way from being a fucking stud that you are. And yet he fell. Then it's like maybe three, four minutes left in the fourth. This motherfucker break a 26-yard run and gets tackled before the fucking touchdown. And then couldn't <laughs> Salty. score. Salty. Had four attempts to get in the, in the touchdown, not one time. So I don't know what to do with Fournette. Sounds like you need a new running back. I need a new running back ASAP. I need a new quarterback running back yesterday. Facts. Same here. I have a little QB problem, but I had the, the Jags uh, defense. Okay. No, they won, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Fournette still gave me 11 points. Not bad. But that, that's the minimum. Yep. Like, I need 15, 20 max. He like has more. no competition back there. No. At, right him. now. Right yeah, now. now. Yeah, that's right. But it's his team. He ain't doing shit with it. Nah, he's, I don't know. Any sign of Rock Nation. True. That's Rock what, Nation. That's how I wanted to give him a chance. I'm like, Jay must see something in him. Like, why not him? Familiar. Why him and not anybody? You ain't trying to get Zeke. You ain't trying to get Dalvin Cook. You, got you ain't Fournette. trying to get Joe Mixon. Got, girl, you go for Fournette. Why? That says something. I've, I, have, I have a feeling that Jay-Z might get involved with that organization. I the Jaguars? Know. Yep. You got to feel I think the, conspiracy the Giants, talk. I think the Giants. You think so? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. New York team. Yeah. The but, Giants uh, or the Jets, but probably Giants. Yeah, fantasy talk. All these uh, good games coming up. Who are the Bears playing this weekend? Washington Redskins. Yes, sir. The Redskins. AP. I have AP on my team, and I'm playing them today because I have no one else to play, and I know that's gonna fuck me. That's a big no no. Yeah, that's a big big no no. But who do I play? Uh, it's either him or Mohamed um, Sanu from the Falcons. Nah, you might as well drop him. Yeah. It's rough it, out here, man. It's rough. I got four players on my on my bench that are hurt or suspended. I got Golden Tate. Golden Tate, but he only got two more weeks, babe. He coming back with a vengeance. Back. Uh-huh. Shout out Golden Tate. I hope he gets 254 touchdowns. <laughs> hey, from Daniel Jones. Facts. Since yeah. Eli Manning scrub ass on the bench. Yeah. And talk about quarterbacks. It's a rough year. We, we got to play. What's a, what's a good... Um, What's a good rest in peace song? The Undertaker song. No, not like a somber song. Uh, uh, I got one. I got one. I got one. While you play that, talk about the, the quarterback situation yeah. here. It's a rough season yeah. up for QBs. God bless. Praying mm-hmm. for speedy recoveries. Ben, Big Ben out for the season. Keep going. Uh, who else? Shoe Breeze is hurt right now. Ooh, this is gonna make me cry, bro. Hey. I feel this. Girl, you know we belong to Cam! Cam! Cam Newton, baby. He ain't this playing this week. This motherfucker is fucking me over. Damn, Cam. You don't gotta be this way, Cam. I don't think this was the right song, but. Hey, you set in the mood now. Yeah, this ain't the right song. What's the other song? <laughs> Who else, man? Stop playing this shit. <laughs> oh, it's. Oh, uh, I said Drew Brees, right? He's hurt. Uh, oh. 
Why can't why? It's unnatural that these motherfuckers getting hurt like this. Who else got hurt? They had, what that team had to put in their third string quarterback. Uh, uh, so so Sam Darnold had mononucleosis. Mono. Yes. Trevor Simeon was the backup that got his ankle fucked up. Then they brought in. Dude, the did third. you see that play? His no, ankle. No, I don't want to see his that. ankle went. Oh my god, that was so bad. But he walked off. He did. So like, it's, it's obviously it's not like broken. I don't think it's broken. I think it's probably like severely sprained. So he's probably gonna be out a couple weeks while that heals. And he ate that. He got up. Well, no, he didn't get up right away, obviously. But he walked off and he went to the back. Probably in fucking shock. Pumping. He said, whoa, man, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, what the fuck just happened? And then I don't know who that third string QB they put in was. He got hurt too? I don't know. I'm just saying I don't know who he is. Yeah, nobody but, knows. Man, they lost that game, so it don't matter. So this leads to another good question. Is Cap ever going to be reinstated? Facts. So, I mean, if he want, I, I don't know. Do you think, you think he would come back and play football? I think he's dying to come back. I think he's fucking like. I'm glad I did what I did, but fuck, I'm I'm miss this shit. I miss it. I miss it. Um, but I don't think he's ever gonna get a job. No, unfortunately, I agree with that. But now, now more than ever, some teams need a QB, so it'd be interesting to someone. His PR team has to find a way to match the. Initiative and his public image. Because, yeah, he's the so-called man, people's champ or whatever, but he got to get back in good cahoots with f- people who actually watch football for the sport of football. People, True. rich people and, and rich white people, he got to get back into their graces. Because it's going to be like, he got the plug because of Nike, but do you ever see him like being a spokesman or someone going to him like, "Can you sponsor this for?" I don't, I don't know how how well his image is well received overall. Like Nike can risk it because they're trying to just pander to black people, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's ever gonna get another job. No, and it, yeah. it's kind of like it's. Not that they're the same situations, but one interesting thing I heard was it's kind of like Carmelo where you can't have fucking Carmelo sitting on the bench. I mean, it just don't. Yes, he could be on your bench, but it don't. That isn't. It don't look good. He's he's a star, but he he ain't he ain't he's a bigger star than like a Lou Will, you know, overall legend wise. They're both legends. But Mello over you can't, Lou. yeah, you can't. You Lou is cool with it. That's what he do. Yep. But you can't have you can't Mello even, as you can't a, even compare that. You can't because they're both legends. I don't, yeah, I mean, two different styles. Different meaning styles that, but that's like Lou's specialty. I guess he made it his. That's this thing, where like Mello, you is like we can't really ask you to come off the bench. Be a sick. We can, we can. But how does that look? Yeah. This is interesting. I mean, but at this point, I feel like that's the only way mellow. But no, we're talking about but comparing that oh, yeah, to, yeah, cap, to, to, to Cap, meaning like, right. we, sure, we would want Cap on our team, but we're not 
We probably not don't need him as a starter, so we can't just have Cap on the bench holding a clipboard the whole season. Yep. Never playing. Cause cause then it's gonna go from okay, if you don't bring him in as a starter, you bring him as a backup, they're gonna want him to see him play. He'll get a couple snaps. Second a starter starts sucking, they're gonna be like, put Cap in. And you like, I'm not really sure. I don't know. It's a, it's I don't know. I don't see him coming back though. I don't see them invite someone trying to sign him. Unless he wants to do it for like a low ass wage, but then it's like what is it worth the risk at that point? Yeah. Like I don't know if the NFL have veteran minimums at all. I don't really understand all that shit, but is it cap going to come and play for a fucking 2 1. mil 1.5 Yeah, the minimum. The bare minimum. Risk his body and shit for shit. that much. Nah, I, I, I guess. But if you love it, why not? If you love the game, that's right. If you want to get in it that bad, fuck it. I feel like, I don't know. Maybe I feel. Maybe I, I feel. I feel. I actually feel a little different. Indifferent about that. I feel like I don't think he wants to come back. Really? Yeah. You don't see it. Mm-hmm. After everything that happened, I think a lot of people would be upset if. Uh, Cap went back and played football. Well, people are already upset because he settled. Which was which we previously talked about, which is whack. Um, Just so. because we don't... Again, I feel like people feel like we were... We were called to action. We executed. And we never found out the result. You can't please everybody. So, but meaning that if I asked you to come, if I asked you to come uh, help me set up uh, my weed farm, <coughs> and then you never got to see the plant, you never got to see the growth, you didn't even get to smoke the weed. Maybe that's not the best example. I'm trying to think of something like that, like. I asked you to do something. We in this together. I settle or whatever the fuck I did. I, we never passed us coming together and executing and supporting. We never f- found out what's the result of that. <laughs> like, are we still boycotting? Are we sp- still supposed to be boycotting NFL? Yeah, it's kind of like they is just it, settled and that was that. Is it over? Should I still not be watching? Should I not be doing fantasy? Like, not that you need to tell me what to do, but like... What was the outcome out of that? I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Like, I asked you to come shoot it. Come, let's do a drive-by. I don't know. I can't, can't even make that. Like, you know <laughs> no, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, like, to, I'm trying to get you, man. That, at least that's how I think about it. I just don't know what, what was the result of everything. I got my Kaepernick pen. I know what it mean to me, but fuck. I don't know, man. I hope somebody do get him, but I don't see it happening. Hey. So I get my mans, man. Kaepernick used to be in the NFL. Yeah, man, come on. That was scary, though. That yeah, that annoying. scared the fuck out of me. I don't know how that shit happened. That was not planned. My phone do whatever the fuck it wants to do. 
Sounds Real like talk. you need a new phone, bro. Man. But yeah, going back to fantasy, good luck to everybody playing this week. Hope good everybody luck. gets gets that dub. Good luck. You as well, because I'm hoping I'm a win. For sure. Rough I'm, week this week. I'm trying to win in all my leagues. Now, on to the on to the next one. One of the biggest stories that happened today. Antonio Real Nigga Brown. <laughs> First Nike drop to wait, what? Yesterday, that was yesterday. I got we gonna play a lot of songs in this podcast because the shit just popping in my head, making me creative. So first, yesterday, Antonio Brown was dropped from Nike. Antonio Brown is no longer a Nike athlete, and I didn't even know he was with Nike. I did. I mean, it makes sense. And how and like what what fashion? I feel like I feel like I maybe have seen him in a commercial. Really? Maybe like a long time ago or something. Oh. Uh. Uh. First Nike fucking drop me. The Patriots fucking drop me. <laughs> Fuck. Everybody drop me. Because they not me. But they can't hold this king down. They can't hold this king down. Now, I kind of want to go. Uh, Because crackers hate when you getting money like athletes. Come on, man. They hating on us. They hating on AB, man. Gosh. Everything's just going south for my man man's right now, bro. Do you want to even read into the story? I don't want to sound like I'm insensitive to these young women. Like, if, if it happened, it's terrible that he did that shit. So, but you can't, like... I'm not, No, I'm not saying that these women, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do, right? But it's just, like... Can you let the shit play out first before you, like, just cut a motherfucker off? But this say, but they said the second one is the it, it was the backbreaker. It's up to you. If you don't want me to read it, I won't read it. You want to go into it? Just a, you mean, can read it. Just a little bit. Okay. Sip this water. So this is an article from uh, AP News. You know, Patriots release Antonio Brown. According to a Sports Illustrated story, a second woman who was a victim of sexual harassment is not being identified. Was working at Brown's home when she turned around to find him standing there naked except for a small towel covering his genitals. Jeez Louise. After the article ran, the magazine reported, the woman received what she categorized as intimidating text. Now, this is fucked up. Yeah, this this is fucked up. I didn't know about this part. Yeah, from Brown, that included pictures of her children. She received a group... what's up with that? That's fucked up, right? She received a group uh, text message that appeared to come from the same phone number Brown provided to her room in 2017, the magazine said. A uh, person says she believes is the person she believes is Brown, encouraging others in the group to investigate the woman. The texture accused the artist of fabricating her account of the 2017 incident for cash. Lawyers for the woman said in the statement that the league and the Patriots took our clients' concerns seriously, and obviously they did because first Nike, and then now the Patriots. They released them. Be- Belichick was done with it. Everybody kept asking. You know how Belichick is. You don't give a fuck. He's gonna tell you nope. Next question. If it's not football related, next. And they, I feel like he finally got tired of it. Um, but what did he expect? Meaning that the shit broke after after he signed with the Patriots. Yes, I believe so. So it's like, okay, is it just okay? You didn't tell us any of this shit, dude. You just said it was just this one, or is it like, I don't know, dude? It's 
it's unfortunate in our size, but he's fucking. They're saying he's trying to send pictures of her kids and shit. That's fucked up, man. man. I don't know so about that, but it's so unfortunate for all sides. You think this is, think this is maybe why he's acting like this? I feel like when he did that interview, when he had the blind mustache, he was like, "Man, I'm just at the happiest time." When he when he got off the team, when they released him, yeah, uh, the Steelers, and he made that little video. He's running on a treadmill and shit. Then they did the interview, uh, ESPN. Yeah, and he just seemed like. He just played that victim role really well because he made it seem like, yeah, they was just dogging me there. Like, you know, like, you know how this dude is. and But you on the same type shit, dog. Apparently, shit. apparently, uh, allegedly, I'm not co-signing. I'm not, you know, uh, siding with anyone. Yeah, I'm not I'm not picking a, a corner on, on this one. I'm just going to let it play out let it play out hold justice is a fan not a fan but like a up today with it obviously since ab yeah, great man. football player come on ab we rooting for you baby fucking up man shit put a fucking kanye song on. um but yeah fucking ab man but let's read let's read antonio real nigga brown tweets because <laughs> after the news broke that uh. the patients released him uh, this is just class personified as Stephen A. Smith. Oh, uh, no, no, no. It's too much. Okay, right, we'll no, start no, right, right here. Down, down, down. Right there. Start here? Yep. So. Today. He first tweets out, thank you for the opportunity at the Patriots. Hashtag, go win it. What a gentleman. Class. What a, what a gentleman. Then after he. Uh, then he tweeted oh. Nipsey and it says. Picture of Nipsey, rest in peace. Sometimes people try to destroy you precisely, excuse me, precisely because they recognize your power. Not because they don't see it, but because they see it and they don't want it to exist. Very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, rest in peace, Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Then, then that was followed by class, class again, tweets a picture of. Of the great, terrific time in Antonio after they, one after touchdown. the touchdown, and a picture of him communicating with with Belichick. Coach Belichick. He says, "Thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate at Patriots." And then he says, "If I'm lying, then I'm flying." Ah! Then it's the picture of him when he uh, jumped into the stands. So, what do you think this one meant? I have no idea. Browns pick up AB? What? No, nah. fuck that. Come to the Bears. Yes, Bush sir. Like, Please. We know how to treat our players. Then. He, he says, thank you again to Belichick. He says, the, marath- the marathon continues. And then he tweets, just got fired on Friday. <laughs> That's the realest tweet I've man, seen today. This is a real brother right here, man. I have tweeted that, man. Got, I'm going to do it too for the podcast. Man. That's hilarious. Man, Antonio, Antonio. Going through a hard time right now. Hope it work out, brother. We're we want to you. see you this year for sure. Facts. All right, so we switching gears or what? Yep. Well, we, we got some little, we got a little few little current events we can cover. Some some very interesting things. How do you feel about this? You want to get into the blackface? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the... Very quickly. It's just very, it's interesting that this took place in Canada and that... 
there's an uproar, but I found a very interesting video that kind of that kind of put check me and my thoughts. So basically, um, what we're speaking on is uh, in Canada, Justin Trudeau wore a brown face at 2001 Arabian Nights party while he taught at a private school. So they have the the Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, they have him in several pictures dressed in blackface. Um, one is in regards to an Arabian night theme party that took place at West Point Gray Academy. Uh, another incident was he was, uh, again, dressed in blackface, performing a song um, with a wig on and shit. It was, uh, he admitted wearing black, Justin Trudeau admitted to wearing black makeup. Blackface makeup to sing Jamaican folk song. Deo. Deo. I don't know the words. <laughs> in high school for a talent show. Uh, and then he had another picture where he had a, he was blackface again. What yeah. was he dressed as? Just like a black person? I think so. Black yeah, dude. Was just as a black dude. He put like a sock in his pants and shit. Yep. He was on some other shit. It was kind of weird. So I don't know if you want to play his little... Fake apology uh, and shit, but uh, nah, so he has three incidents of blackface. He says he shouldn't have done it, but he did it three times. The timing is like super weird because uh, he just announced his uh, he's re he's running for re-election. Yeah, just announced it on the eleventh, and then a week later. Oh, he look at him again. Wow. wow. Um. Now, what I found interesting about this story was that one, it took place in Canada. And, be, and just because of my ignorance and my, uh, uh, you know, I have not been in Canada, Canada too often. I'm not aware of any history of, like, slavery, blackface, kind of Jim Crow type shit that would enrage an African-American. Uh, I, I, I was unaware of any of those such things. But apparently it's just not accepted now. Uh, I guess that's a great thing, but... Does it even mean the same thing, though, is what I'm wondering. Like, when he did that, did he really do it out of, like... But in that Arabian night, supposedly he's supposed to be Aladdin, I guess? Yeah, that was when he was, like, he painted himself brown. But what if what if that's what... You know what I mean? Like, what, what are they being taught about blackface that would make Canadians offensive? That's what I would like to know. Because that's so... It's interesting that they it would... Is it just because he's the prime minister? Like, if it was just some regular dude, would they be upset that he was had several incidents of blackface? I don't know. I don't know how that would play out. So, if the if the if we have Canadian listeners, I would love to know the history of blackface in your country because I am very intrigued by such. Um, and uh. But I did find this video, again, to check my prejudice and my ignorance. Uh, I did find this video. I hope I pulled it up. I don't, I don't think you did. Fuck. <clears throat> it was, uh, um, they were in the Congress, in the Canadian Congress. I believe that's what they call it. They may call it a parliament. Yeah, here it goes. Um. Oh, this is, uh, bring it back, bring it back. This is the NDP leader, Jagmet Singh, on Trudeau's brownface photo. So I, this will kind of help check my prejudice. So NDP leader Jagmet, Jagmet Singh response, forgive me, 
Response to a newly released photo of Justin Trudeau wearing brown face makeup in a turban in 2001. Here we answer the question why he did that and what does that say about what he thinks about people who because of who they are because of the color of their skin face challenges and barriers and obstacles in their life racism is real people in this room have felt it i've heard the stories i've experienced in my life he's got to answer those questions interesting and i love to hear that from a person of the seek i believe I love to hear that from that per I want to know that this this is how you fight it. Everyone has to know that it ain't just black people, Everyone. not just the immigrants. Yep. Everyone is getting hated on for the same reason and it's more of us than them. So let's get our shit together. Yeah, and, and to an extent that it's, it's fight against racism and it's to everyone. Everyone against even white people is included. Yep. No one's excluded no, when it comes to racism. Exactly. So yeah, I also think um, that it's like this all of a sudden, like especially Canada, Canada, you In know, Canada. Yeah, it's like whoa, but uh, it's pretty dope because they're not gonna take it. It's all about like that. Mean they're doing this right. shit to, they're doing this shit to anybody from anywhere that's a darker country. You're you're getting this shit too. It may not be what. What African Americans experience, but it's the same. It's of the same thought process. Yeah. So I don't know where I want to go from there. There's a lot of places, but it's just it is. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad to hear someone like that say that. Yeah. You know that was very powerful. Because I didn't. It, they make it sometimes. You just seem like it just don't seem like it's happening to everyone. But like it some is unfair shit, you yeah. Know? But it's like, yeah, it's, people aren't talking about it, yeah. You know, or maybe just interpreting it the same way. But very interesting. Uh, some other quick news that was Justin Trudeau. Some other sick shit going on is this Ed Buck. So I've been following this story for a little second. Ed Buck is a Democratic donor. donor. I don't know exactly what he does. But he's an old white man. Rich old white man. And uh, so it says, Prominent Democratic donor and LGBTQ plus political advocate activist Ed Buck was charged Tuesday with running a drug den out of his West Hollywood apartment and providing methamphetamines to a 37-year-old man who suffered an overdose last week. Uh, Buck, 65, was charged with one felony count, each of battery causing serious injury, administering methamphetamines and maintaining a drug house. So, uh, this old white man is like, what are they saying? Uh, the motion went on to say that Buck used the bait of narcotics and money and shelter to lure victims to his home where in a position of power, Buck manipulates his victim into participating in his sexual fetishes. 
Uh, according to the motion, Buck's action led to the death of two men in Buck's apartment, Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean, uh, who are both black men. I'm not sure if this last black man, uh, excuse me, if this last dude was <laughs> black, but... Um, I think they were both were black. The two, the two guys that passed well, away are black. What killed a man inside Ed Buck's apartment? Oh, he's a well-known West Hollywood political activist. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The coroner's report says 55-year-old Tim. So that's Timothy. Um, that's crazy, man. This man was taking advantage of people, drug addicts, uh, homeless people. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Um. That's sexual fetishes. All these old people, man. Why are all these fucking top like one percent people like white old men into some weird ass shit? I don't fucking understand that, man. I maybe I heard uh so there's a theory one time when you YouTube used to have conspiracy theories on uh, videos, and they were saying how like when you're rich. Especially like early on, like you do you do so much, you fuck so much, or you do so much shit that like women like that shit get old, and you just start exploring. Wow. Yeah. This is conspiracy. I, I don't know, conspiracy. Especially yeah, uh, I guess that kind of makes sense. And then, you... but I think he, I think this guy might have been on um, gay though. Probably. Well, who, who cares? Who knows? But um, he was uh, trapping though, trapping that meth. <laughs> I don't know if they ever mentioned this young man's name who who survived his overdose. No, I don't think so. Uh, so we don't know who he is. But um, yeah, just want to bring you. that up. He's fucking learning black homeless dudes and doing kind of weird shit to him, getting him drugged up. Fucking sick dude, sick motherfucker. Okay, that buck man. Uh, what a sick man. Tr- Trudeau, Bodo. Okay, local news, local news. Yes, sir. Today, breaking. breaking. This is breaking. It's new. It's not that new because I haven't heard it today. A man behind the wheel of a black SUV drove through Woodfield Mall in Schoenberg. He drove through Sears and damaged several other stores, including Forever 21 and Hollister, and he was caught safely. They walked him out of the mall. Uh, no one. I don't believe. I don't believe her. anyone got hurt. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone. Um, there was no evidence of an active shooter. Um, but he was driving through that bitch, though. That's insane. What the fuck was he thinking? God bless everyone that was there working in Sears, Hollister, yeah, and Forever Twenty One. Got the way. I hope God bless all the customers, and I don't know what to even to say to that. That was insane, and I. You know, I, I didn't even <clears throat> find out about that till like a couple hours. Like, yeah, I got home from work, and then that's when I realized what, that a long time after that it happened. I'm like, oh shit! Like, ah, uh. <laughs> yo, my man's just telling motherfuckers, get out the fucking way! I'm coming through. Oh, bitch, get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! Okay. That was low. I can hear. 
<laughs> but fuck it for the one time. Yeah. A lot of music today, ladies and gents. A lot, <laughs> today. A lot of music. Um, I think there's some more true no shit. No, that's that. Uh, what happened today at uh? So that was some local suburb shit. Uh, we also came across this cool tweet from Time Out Chicago. Shout out to them. The best things to do in Chicago. In Pilsen. Pilsen, excuse me. Have you heard? Pilsen was named one of the 50 coolest neighborhoods in the world. We rounded up the area's best stuff from restaurants and bars to cultural institutions. So that came out today. And I found that through a tweet that says, Preservation, Chicago. Love your city fiercely. This is true. Pilsen is a wonderful neighborhood. It's also like pouring fuel on the speculative developer frenzy that, if left unchecked, will strip the neighborhood of its buildings, community, stores, and character. Put the power back into the hands of the people. Landmark. Powerful. They quoted the original tweet and replied back with this. Why, though? Uh, honestly, I don't even know. I'm trying to give the power back to See, the, the what locals. I, what I'm not understanding is, yeah, there's uh, a neighborhood has its uh, cultural influences, right? Yeah. But how do you preserve, how do you maintain that neighborhood, that culture, if you don't bring money in? So you don't That's have nice. to lose your the identity. But you got to bring money in. You got to bring those developers in. There's n- how do you get around that? There is no Otherwise, you get a fucking neighborhood that's full of crime because there's nothing else there for yeah. them to do. Exactly. There's no jobs. It's, not, it's literally nothing. It's literally nothing for them to do, for individuals to do, participate in. You got to bring in development. You have to. There's so many small businesses that are up and coming. I mean, let alone that have been there already. Even if you have shops. But even if you if you're if you're going off of well, we have our neighborhood stores. Those stores can only employ so many people. It's just capitalism. It's not against. It's not against that we don't want. That those developers don't want the culture to be there. I'm not. I'm sure they're not in it for like. Oh, we're gonna come get all this Mexican shit out of here. Nah, I'm sure it's yeah. like this is some hot real estate. I mean, we willing to fucking invest. Yeah, we trying to just fuck with y'all. Make some money. Yeah, let's Provide make some. Let's service. make some money. This is capitalism. Yep. It's not against you. It's n- nothing. Our business. Yep. Strictly never, business. Never personal. Business is business. It's yeah, strictly yeah, financial. Yeah. I, feel, I don't like that message though. Like they're, it was a little like shade, erasing the culture. It's like okay, that culture shit don't go so far. Like we can do this culture shit all day, but it's gonna be about the money. <clears throat> Facts, money talks, I'm, baby. I'm about that culture shit too. But how you gonna keep the museums open and shit? Like I don't know. You need that cheddar. Yeah, man. shout out to Pilsen though. For real, yeah, they gotta get a little few more bars. Yup. They got some up and coming ones that are pretty decent. <clears throat> a few shit over there. <clears throat> Check out that juice bar. Yes, sir. Uh, last. Oh, this is something interesting that I want the the viewers to know of. 
Excuse me. I don't know. Um, recorded my hopefully. Bed. Just check it out, viewers, <coughs> listeners. This is the Chicago Hinge. Hopefully there's some words explaining what's going on. Oh. This year, the fall equinox is on Monday, September 23rd. That's the start of fall, I believe. Yeah, that's right, Monday. It's not going to be any words. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. But twice a year during the spring and fall equinoxes, equinoxes, the rising and setting sun lines up with Chicago's east-west street grid, creating a spectacular photo opportunity as the sun is framed within Chicago's skyline. This year it falls on Monday. Take a look. Take a look to the west shortly before sunset, according to Michael Knowles, Michelle Knowles, master educator for the Adler Planetarium. The effect is visible for about a week before and after equinox. And if you miss it, wait another six months for the next one. The spring equinox will take place Thursday, March 19th, 2020, start of spring. How it works is throughout the year, the spots on the horizon where the sun rises and set, they creep, creep north until the day with the longest period of sunlight, summer solstice, then move south into the day with the shortest period of sunlight, winter solstice. Hopefully that makes sense what I said. The cycle repeats yearly. So basically the the sun rises and sets. Creep north into the day with the longest period. I don't get what the fuck that means. Sorry, I was gonna try to explain it. I have no clue. The sun is the sun rays are creeping north with the shortest Days of sunlight. That's the summer. Longest periods of sunlight is the is when they creep north for summer solstice. The short period or the winter solstice is when the rays move south, so, which sense. is the shortest, right? Because the world is tilted on the axis. There we go. It didn't take long to figure it out. This apparent movement of the sun be- occurs because Earth is tilted on its axis. And as Earth moves along its orbit, one hemisphere t- tilts toward or away from the sun. In the north hemisphere, the North Pole is tilted toward the sun during spring and summer and away from it during fall and winter, which is why the days are shorter. Mm-hmm. Equinox is that perfectly aligned uh, measurement of sun of the sun when it, uh, when it meets east-west. So... If you look west from downtown, it's, you can see the sun directly through the beautiful buildings of downtown. God, do I love Chicago. That's pretty dope. Shout out. Uh, and just to give you a little history of Stonehenge, is what you may be familiar uh, with. Uh, I believe it's somewhere in Ireland. I could be wrong. The alignment is named after Stonehenge, a formation of massive stones erected more than 4,000 years ago, according to Shane Larson, an astronomer at the Adler Planetarium and a professor at Northwestern University. During certain dates, the rising and setting sun lines up with the stones, leading some scientists to suggest that Stonehenge could have been an observatory or an astronomical calendar. So, just wanted to point that out. Monday, 
Go out and get you a wonderful picture of the sun. Get a nice pig, ladies and gents. It's once, not a once in a lifetime, but six months, March 19th. This is the next. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, and then you want to get into the Chappelle? Uh, let's this talk about it. it. Huh? Let's, let's crack it. All right. Give it a crack. So. Dave Chappelle, the realest motherfucker in the world. Is he the realest? He's one of the realest. I think he's he's back in, in rare form for officially. He's yes. back. My uh, man is back. And it, full attack. I don't remember what the name of the next the Netflix Sticks and Stones? Called. Yeah, something like that. Sticks and Stones. It was it was wonderful. It was like watching Chappelle back in like two thousand one. Like it it was it was fan, it was fantastic. Um he's had a lot of great 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 liners, one liners. Um uh, I really, really enjoyed that shit. Yeah, it was super funny. It definitely was like had a lot of like a throwback feel. But it was cool, man. I, I think the last time he he recorded it was like a couple years ago. I don't remember. No, he um he released two in like two twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's right, like two years ago. But those wasn't as good. This one definitely is the top of the one. Yeah, the it's way series. better. Was a little bit controversial though. The uh, what was the controversy? Mercy. Um, so during the um, spoiler alert. Oh, it's been out. It's been out a while now. Yeah, but uh, he was uh, he made a joke in reference to the LGBTQ community, where uh, he referenced them kind of traveling the United States, I believe. No, not yeah. That's the way how he kind of seen it. Like they're well, they're just driving. Right, and he kind of sits where every letter goes, and and the and the van, and mm-hmm. you know him being this funny motherfucker who doesn't he doesn't care about hurting your feelings. And it's not about hurting your feelings; it's just comedy. He just wants to be funny and some funny ass shit. People, you know, people just take it the wrong way, rubs people through, rubs people wrong, and I don't know if you if you if you don't like it, don't watch it because it's just comedy at the end of the day. Um, it's what this is what Dave Chappelle has to do at the end of the day to to keep people interested, not interested, but entertained. But you 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 have the right to be outraged, but it's like, okay, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I I I feel like I feel like it was done so cleverly that he did the joke to. Get people to be outraged for promotion. Facts. But what he said, yeah, it may have been offensive, but it's like you're telling you're telling a black person, a black man, that telling a joke about you is like so offensive and so disastrous and this and that. They just stopped hanging people that look like me maybe thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. It didn't go to jail at all. So, yeah, welcome to the life. And if you're black and, and gay or a person of color and gay, you already know this. So, I mean, it's like, who is really outraged about this? I feel like a, a person of color who is of the LGBTQ, they should. Are they are they being outraged with this? It's, I mean, what what's going on? I feel like the when when they doing this much like outrage this and that, but they never like showing like faces or it's all made up. 
It's fake. Of course. It's fabricated. It's comedy. Yeah, man, who gives a fuck? It's Dave Chappelle. Like, Most motherfuckers cancel their Netflix anyway. Yeah. He says a lot of funny shit anyway. Yeah, man. Nobody trying to... Ain't nobody just so in the TV like that. Like, everything these motherfuckers is I doing. feel like... Oh, he, he also dropped uh, the F word. Um, oh, faggot? Yeah. Well, he said that, that you well. can't say faggot on TV, but you can say nigga. Again, <laughs> it's like you can't win either way. So, you so again, perfectly executed. You're going to get mad at a black person who... You can call me a nigga all on TV, but but I can't say faggot. I can't I can't have my jokes. It's not whether it's right or wrong to joke about someone. I mean that's that's on you to take it. But everybody gets joked about when you don't want to be heard of jokes about. Just like you can wake up and get get called a nigga when you got your fucking Sunday best on. You didn't expect that shit. You don't want it to happen. But fuck, you got to deal with that shit. What the fuck? I mean, where's the battle? You gonna what? Try to cancel a black dude for saying what? When you can call me a nigga all on TV? Yeah, true. I don't get it. I thought that shit was so executed well, and I just want to hear somebody like try to. I want to hear a defense to that. But you guys say nigga. Well, so do you guys. I don't get it. Like, wh- how can you ever win that battle? You can't really. It goes both ways. And uh, not not with a person of color. No. But uh, yeah, that, that, I think that was the only other controversy that that happened. Yeah. Shout that, out Dave Chappelle. That was so. That 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 I fell in love at that point. I'm like, yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. That shit so was funny. Just, oh man! It was like a punch in the face. Hell it's a straight yeah. like a mouth shot. Like, what? What you gotta Yo, say? But I I wouldn't say that word though. No, I understand I, I, why people like. I'm not saying like you should just go around calling. No, of course not. But, in but the, in the way how he's using it, obviously for his yeah, act to entertain. Yeah, he shouldn't be like you shouldn't be saying nigga just like nah. we said earlier. Yeah, don't don't even say like negative words. Period. No bad energy, please. I'll put that nice side on. But we gonna probably end it with that. <laughs> no bad energy, please. No bad energy. Um, is that our Dave Chappelle review? Do you have more? Uh, I thought it was super funny. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's been a, like I watched it's been it a while. We've been trying to do this. Yeah, so we, we've been trying to talk about this for like three three recording sessions now. Yeah, and it it just slipped. So I mean, it's been a while, but it's super funny. I definitely recommend it. I yeah, give it like yeah. maybe like eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, I give it about that. Uh, give it about that about. Definitely recommend it. Funny. I'll, it's like an hour, so it's not too much of your time. Yeah, you just come in, kill it real quick, and, and then out. I always love how he ends the shows. Just punchline, pa. Yeah, just in, just gone. We gonna get into that one time, but um, yeah, that's about it. That's we killed some shit today. I had a lot of talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. real quick, real quick. For all my tech savvy people, though, shout out. Oh yeah, yeah, shout yeah. Out Apple, Apple just released three three phones today. Yeah. Not new, but new iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro, and iPhone 11 Pro Max. Um, so yeah, iOS 13 also released last night. I downloaded it right away. Um, that seemed a little kind of buggy at first. Sometimes I do find like, it'll just like for like, it'll lag for like a second, but then it'll like, you know, it'll be fine. But I'm sure they'll release like a patch, you know, it's just released it. I feel like Apple pushed it out cause just because of the videos I was watching. Um, 
they didn't, didn't necessarily. I feel like they didn't finish it. Finish what? Finished uh, iOS 13. Oh. The the beta I think was on 3.1, 3.2. iOS 13. I I forgot what I was talking about. (laughs) But uh, shout out Apple though. New iPhone. Go get yourself a new phone. Seven hundred bucks if you got it. It's iPhone 11. Well, which one is the best one to get? Oh, the Pro. Pro Max. I was watching reviews. The camera has three. On it has a. What if you don't care about the camera? So then, what do you care about? You care about phone, or you care about how much it costs? The memory. The memory. I care about that memory, space. Sixty four, two fifty six. I need that. I need as much as possible. Two fifty six is a lot. That's probably it'll probably be enough for you. I think that'll run you like eight hundred bucks. On the eleven for now, for the eleven Pro, um, I'm sure for just a regular eleven Pro, because it's just it's just like the iPhone ten and ten ten S and ten S Max, except it's just. You know, 11. A- Apple didn't really do much. To, it looks nicer. It's a little heavier. What There's could you do to it? Nothing, because they're, they're waiting to release the new iPhone next year, iPhone 2020. That's where they're really going to, like, revolutionize and give the the phone a makeover. So, so I should wait to 2020. Maybe. Not, not, that's up to you, really. There's hype beasts everywhere. You know, I love Apple, so I'm just going to go get the iPhone 11 because it's the new one. But, so uh, I got to get that sprint jump shit. Yeah, 18 months, I think, or the iPhone forever plan. I don't know if they still got that. They'll upgrade you every year. Fuck. Everybody on that, I mean, it don't matter. Now, I've been thinking about hopping on that, but that's besides the point. All right. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all I had, though. I had to give a quick shout-out to my, my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get one. To, I always say I'm going to just wait till the new one come out, and then the new one comes out, and there's always a new one coming out. <laughs> I don't need a new phone, but I want a new phone, so I don't know. You can't tell the motherfucker that the new one's coming out when the the new one just came out. I mean, sure, we should, but it's like, well, okay, I'll just wait till the new one come out. I don't know. Weird shit, but but yeah, we're going to end it on that note. True, we had a lot to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great energy, because there was no bad energy. Good vibes only. This has been a motherfucking another recording of Run the Clock Out podcast. Pound sign RTCO. Run the clock out. I'm oblivious to you skeptics. What you hear, you ain't never hear till I repped it. Aerodescent heroes. This is Godson. I chase demons outdoors, force them to hear the message, air them out. Heard some people discussing my whereabouts. Yeah, it's been a few sightings of me, a fair amount. Never seen much, but yet I'm never in the house. Move a style while exciting when I do step out. Y'all been rhyming for years, and Juggle made a hit Uchi Wally idea, sold a million records. Had him embarrassed, signed to Columbia. Blew a check, he was laughing while y'all in the studio bragging about your pastin'. Thinking back, so on trips to Manhattan, dad was rolling. Hotels like the Plaza, black bellhops holding. Rich people bags tip, they had some women coming out of cabs. Living we still here. The doors for them. <laughs> got a job to them. Go for it. No bad energy, please, no bad energy. No bad energy, no. Be the best you, man. I hope you fucking with it, cause if not, fuck you, peace. Deuces.